You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. 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 The correct Auburn Arena time is 9.06 p.m. Your digital audio device is tuned to the Orange and True podcast. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. We are harbored by your friendly folks at collegeofmagnolia.com. It is me. Son of Crow 2 on Twitter. You can find me at Son of Crow on Venmo. To one side of me is not Ryan S. Sterrett. The, um, the S stands for Sayonara. I don't know. He's not here. So we're sending out T's and P's. Uh, hopefully Ryan's okay. We did this last, last time we did this. He was okay. He was just asleep on the couch. So we have no clue where he is, to be 100% honest with you. The other side of me. A guy who shows up on time. He's in line and on time. It's the AU chief. Hello. If our audio quality is bad this week, it's because I'm not at my house. I am on a uh, headset mic as opposed to my normal beautiful podcast mic. So me and chief might sound more and more alike tonight. Yep. But it's just us. Yep. And we were planning on Ryan being here. And he was going to work on show notes. So we didn't think twice about what we were going to talk about tonight. Because normally nope. we're fed that information. So, this is going to be wheels off. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about basketball recruiting. That's what everybody's thinking about right now. Yeah, that's all I care about. So, there's a rumor. The thing I really want to talk about is the rumor. Well, it's not a rumor. It's a fact that Auburn's reached out to Louisiana Tech transfer Kenneth Lofton Jr. Now, he is not related to former... Atlanta Braves great Kenny Lofton, but he is a very good and very interesting basketball player. Uh, he's a big boy. Yeah, he is. A, he is a round mount. He's a mountain. Even a round mountain. I'd I say. think he kind of busted on the scene for a lot of people, including yours truly, a couple of years ago in the, I guess it was last summer. Yeah, it was the 2021 Under-19 World Cup. For whatever reason, like Jabari was not on that team. It's an odd, odd choice. It's a, it was a weird choice, and I wonder if COVID had anything to do with it. Because like the, the makeup of the team is odd. Yeah. There are a lot of guys on there that I didn't know about, or I didn't know of. They, they were supposed to ride Chet Holmgren to a gold medal very easily in cruise. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they kind of just put pieces around him that were going to be complimentary pieces. Right. They added Kenneth Lofton Jr., who was not a rated recruit, really. Like, this, is, this was not a guy that, uh, you know, a lot of teams were fighting over. Um, and then, darn it, he didn't have, like, the tournament. So he, he destroyed in this tournament. All of a sudden, he becomes kind of a household name 
because because it's also like kind of like when Zion did something, there was always a meme because he was just this giant dunking. Yeah, Kenneth Lofton Jr. is kind of a similar deal. Signed with La Tech at the time. Is I believe so. I think he was he ended up still going there. Yeah, I think he had already yeah. committed to La Tech. So he, you imagine like a guy who looks more like a guard, like an offensive guard in football. He's like he's like. Yeah, yeah, not like a not a basketball guard. Not a basketball guard, an offensive guard, a football guard. Because he's not a slender man, nor is he like especially tall. I mean, he's especially tall for a human, but not necessarily for a um a, a he, basketball man. You know what? He's like he is like uh Simeon Bowers on like crack. Right. So he's he's six foot seven inches tall. And I I guarantee you he weighs north of three twenty five. And yeah. he he was unstoppable in the in the, uh, the World Cup to the point where in the final game against France, so France, if you're a real basketball nerd, you would recognize that France was playing their superstar. Um, France has a kid who is going to be not the number one pick in this draft because he's not old enough, but he will be the number one pick uh, in the next year's draft, almost assuredly. He is named Victor. I'm trying. I'm not. I'm going to butcher this last name. Wimbenyama. Victor Wimbenyama. He was born in 2004. He is a seven foot two inch. Guard, like he's a seven foot two inch power forward who plays everything. Uh, he's been playing professional basketball since he was like fifteen years old in Europe. He is an unbelievable player. Okay, uh, Wimbenyama is probably the player that a lot of people thought Chet Holmgren was as well, and still think. I mean, Holmgren might still be the number one pick in the draft, but I think that um, Wimbenyama is a more surefire. Like this dude's going to be a absolute superstar. In the NBA, because he was already on this U nineteen World Cup in twenty twenty one, right? So he's not even he's not even old enough to be drafted this year, and he definitely wasn't last summer. But France trotted him out there because they were like, he's the best prospect in a generation. Okay, I, I, I um, sorry to interrupt your 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 flow of thought there. I, I'm looking through pictures of uh, of uh, Mr. Lofton Jr. Here and I, I actually can't tell the sequence. There's several pictures where he just looks like a, an enormous. Uh, I'm just gonna say it, a fat guy. Yeah. And uh, and, but then there's some where he looks like he may have slimmed up some, and I'm wondering if maybe he did throughout the year. A he little probably bit did or, at LaTeX on the Causeway program. Um, um, he he also seems to be handling the ball a lot. Uh, is, is that something that you uh, noticed while he was playing? Um, he's able USA? to. He's definitely able to do it. It's. Um, Does he shoot the three? Is this a three-point shooting guy? I wouldn't. I mean, I'm sure he can. Only that everybody can. I guess I could look at his uh, Ken Palm numbers. But the what I was saying about him and women Yama in the gold medal game, France is all over the U.S. and they're mm. going to win that game. And then the U.S. kind of storms back and gets the win um, in a comeback 
win. It's actually, I think the whole game's on YouTube if you wanted to watch it. It's the uh, U19 World Cup uh, France versus um, versus USA. And this kid, Kenneth Lofton Jr., comes in, and he's not scared at all of a seven foot two kid. And remember, he's six seven. Yeah. And he is attacking the basket. He is outrageously aggressive. He is fearless. Doesn't matter how tall you are. Doesn't matter. He'll back you down. He has an unbelievable kind of he's a dancing bear, is what they would call him if he was a baseball prospect. He's a big guy, but his footwork is unbelievable. So he he is a he is a unicorn in that his feet are moving in perfect ballet and he can get around anybody, even though he is gigantic. And he here's what I think Auburn fans like Chief will love about him. He finishes really, really well. He doesn't miss a lot of layups. He doesn't miss a lot of two foot two foot away from the basket shots. And he catches a lot of everything. Like he caught a lot of pretty lousy outlet passes in that tournament and turned them into two points. Uh, let's see. He, uh, he was four for 19 from three this year. So he's not really, uh, not really a three guy. Yeah. He was 194 for 350 from two. though. It's good enough for the 398th best in the country. Uh, percentage wise. Uh, really terrible free throw rate. <laughs> That's surprising because a guy as big as him, you would think he was getting just hacked in whatever conference LaTeX. I think mm-hmm. they're in they CUSA or are they Sunbelt. Uh, you know what I have? Uh, I Well, I could tell you. Hold on. I was there just a second ago. They are CUSA. That's what I thought. Uh, he uh, he had offensive rating of one hundred seven point two this year. Um, not not even the fifth best on the team there. Uh, somehow, uh, percent possessions. He ranks tenth nationally. I'm not real sure what that stat is. Do you, do you have uh, so the percent of each? I think that's percent of each possession of his team in which he touched the ball. Okay, yeah, thirty four point three percent. So that's that's good for tenth in the country. Uh so that's uh that's pretty good. And percent of shots, I'm guessing that's percent of the shots that his team takes. Yeah. Twenty nine point seven, that's good for ninety ninth in the country. Uh so he was There were know, guys taking there were ninety eight guys taking higher than a thirty percent chance. Thirty percent of their team's shots. That is amazing. Yeah, that is pretty wild. I actually would like to dig into that and see who was uh <laughs> Who, who, who had more? Uh, his effective field goal percentage, 54.2. That's, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's really, really good. good. I mean, it's 324th in the country, but I'm uh, that feels like a stat where the difference between 324 and 100 is like Right. He, he also doesn't shoot threes. So True. Yeah, yeah. And EFG weights three-pointers higher. There we go. Because um, three is worth more than two, as we've talked about. Here's, here's what we love. Uh, his offensive rebounding percentage, 13.9. That's good for 35th in the country. Defensive rebounding percentage, 29. That's good for 15th in the country. He is he is a rebounding machine. And, and, and we are, cleans up. We were talking about this off the air, but if there's a really good chance 
now that uh, Oscar Toshibwe finds his way back to Kentucky. And if that's the case, Auburn's going to maybe want a guy who can go, oh, you you got a rebounding machine? Well, guess what? We also have uh, a guy who just rebounds like crazy at a ridiculous rate. Yeah, yeah it, it would be good to uh, to have a, a, a guy like that. I mean, that, that seems to be like a great comp for him. It's Shibway uh, is also not super tall. Um, but scores around the rim, gets all the rebounds, um, and did pretty well. That that worked out pretty well for Kentucky this year. I mean, obviously right. they couldn't beat us, but uh, he uh, he also has uh, this this jumps out to me. His uh, <clears throat> assist rate is twenty four point seven, which is for a giant guy. Uh, he's one hundred eighty eighth in the country. Yeah, he he's part of moving the basketball. I think no, he had to do a little bit of everything with Lot Tech. I don't think so. Like, imagine if a good way to put him would be like if Jalen Williams was also like four hundred, three hundred fifty pounds. Like, he can do a lot of everything. He can he can spread the floor a bit. If you watch his highlights, you'll notice him taking guys off the dribble, which is shocking. Mm-hmm. But he does mm-hmm. it. Um, there's a highlight of him on YouTube in which. He had like 38 points and 16 rebounds against NC State. That's an ACC wow. team, and he had 38. So That's crazy. They, I really think he's a guy that I would, I would like to see. Even though Auburn's not like, Auburn's not desperate for front court help at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, we're pretty set with Troy and Jalen Williams and Dylan Cardwell, um, stretch. Probably need Chris Moore. One, one more piece in there just to be safe, I would think. Right. It'll be uh, interesting. It'll be really interesting if he does – if Auburn does get him and trots out a lineup with him and uh, Traore at the same time because we basically would be saying uh, we really don't care about shooting threes this year. Yeah. Because, I mean, at least like this year, this past year – with the lineup we had out there, our power forward was our best three-point shooter. Because mm-hmm. Jabari, Jabari could do everything. But That's right. We, we wouldn't be improving from outside at all. But we would be improving at rebounding, which, which was a huge problem late in the year for Auburn. And we got, we got out-rebounded like... Pretty consistently there towards the down, down the stretch in the SEC. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, and it would have helped against Miami too to have a guy getting sixteen rebounds. Just a quick glance at the at Mr. Lofton. It looks like he may have actually had a little bit better of a freshman year than he did sophomore year. That's right. He is a year older than Jabari. Yeah. Um, but he did uh, he did have twelve and nine against Alabama this year in the first game of the season, yep. uh, and uh, yeah, let's see against LSU, great defensive team, mind you. Uh, uh, Thirteen and seven, and he's and two, two it, assists. Two you got to understand too, like he is all that team has offensively. Right. You just cover him up, then that you know you could probably beat him. 
They did lose to UAB twice. He uh, he scored 20 and 23. He had 20 and 10 uh, and four assists against UAB uh, in the regular season. Uh, and then uh, and then they he had 23 and nine in the tournament against them. So I mean he was still doing work in in, in some losses. Uh, you know it, it would be a uh, it'd be a nice piece. It um, it really sort of feels like a this would be a guy that would pl- replace Chris Moore more than it would be. I can see say I can see that uh, more than it would be a, a, a five. Um, of course, he's not going to shoot threes, but um, he's going to do a lot of dirty work. It looks like to me. I also think he's he's probably thinking he's going somewhere to start. Yeah, that that's what I would think, and and I just I'm betting we're not going to get this guy because we already have Treo, um, and we already have Jalen Williams here. Um, you know, it, it it'd be a I don't think he's going to be a starting four. For us, because our starting four has to shoot threes. Yes, yeah. somebody does. Good. Yeah, some somebody's got to shoot. I mean, we could have a four that didn't shoot threes if we had uh, a one, two, and three that could. So, right, that could make them at a you know thirty-five percent clip. We went to the final four with our best three-point shooter, not our four. Yep, it's true. Um, but yeah, that's a that's an interesting guy. It, it would be fun. It, it would really feel like the second coming of Charles Barkley. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. There'd be a lot of Charles Barkley comps. Being made. Yeah. Cause he's, he, he does seem to be pretty athletic, even though he's definitely fat. Like <laughs> there's just no way around it. The guy's definitely carrying some, uh, yeah. some, some extra fat around. Uh, and, uh, that's okay. Uh, he's seems clearly in better shape than I am. Yeah. The other guy that I really am hoping that we pick up uh, is a Canadian kid, and um, his name is Leonard Miller. So, yeah. sounds like a, a, a talent agent or uh, <laughs> Leonard like a Miller showrunner for a '70s sitcom. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. He uh, he's Canadian. He was Which listed. Make, makes it make sense, <laughs> right? He was listed at six nine at one point. However, he was measured at the Nike Hoop Summit at six eleven. So he's grown yeah. two inches since the beginning of his senior year of high school. Um, but he only weighs probably two hundred pounds soaking wet. I was at first very confused why a man named Leonard Miller was playing for the world team in that game, and then <laughs> I quickly found out he was from. Uh, our uh, friends up north, Canada. Um, uh, I, we are not listed on two four seven like they're the top five teams they show for him. Um, but uh, and he doesn't have an offer from us apparently. But he well, does have are, an offer from there are Alabama. there are people who have who have uh, said that Auburn's in the running. I. I certainly hope so. This I do guy, too, man. He's in, we made his top 10 is what happened. So wow. he listed his top 10, and his top 10 are Gonzaga, Kentucky, Kansas, Providence, TCU, Oklahoma State, Alabama, Auburn, the G League, 
and Overtime Elite. So two different pro leagues. <laughs> how how is this guy not like what why why did he suddenly pop up now? Uh, because he plays basketball in Ontario. Oh yeah, okay. So he's kind of a, he's kind of been a bit of a secret. He's not rated. Yeah, two four seven. Right. So he he's kind of a secret because he all then he all of a sudden plays in one of these all star games and then all of a sudden everybody's like, wait a minute, this guy is outrageous. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is incredible. Six foot eleven, small forward, but could probably pay the two or the three. Um, I think it's really odd that the, these recruiting sites can't update their like ratings. Do they rate not Americans? Uh, may, uh, maybe that I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's the deal. I don't know. Either. Still, uh, it's just, I don't know. It, they they but they do this anyway, like. They just have like times of the year where they update them, and I'm like, why can't you do it live? Like, especially basketball, these guys play really well in tournaments. You get a lot of juice. You can't like say, hey, maybe we should analyze this. And anyway, like if you look at some of the highlights of him, you're like, wait, no, this kid's an NBA. It's, it's very similar to Jabbar, where you're like, this kid should be playing in the NBA next year. Yeah, like Th- I- this guy <laughs> has Auburn written, Bruce Pearl, developed me written all over him. Uh, I mean, if he doesn't go here, I would like him to go to the G League. Yes, and not Alabama, which is the only uh, person that or team that has uh, like a recruiter on yeah. on two four seven listed for. <laughs> Please don't go there. Yeah. Please. He is. Uh, he's really good. Yeah. He 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 um he looked really good in that uh, that game. Um. Wow. What the – what is this? In his final game in high school, he had 47 points and 17 rebounds. <laughs> Good Lord. That's <laughs> just a, a casual 47-17. <laughs> there is something wrong with 247. I, I just clicked on – Full stop. <laughs> Like I'm under him, and I, I expanded out the the teams that are he's interested in or whatever, and it said we have five small forwards on roster, and I'm like, what? What? Really? And I click, and just take a guess at who's listening. Uh, Chris Moore. No. Jabari Smith. No. Uh. <laughs> Alan Flanagan. Yes. Okay, there's one. Um, Fre- to... Freshman Alan Flanagan is listed, yes. Oh, Samir Dowdy. No. Okay. Man, who is on there? Junior, Denzel Purifoy. Oh, man. Junior, the Anthony McElmore. Uh, some 6'10 guy named H. Huff. Uh, <laughs> Heath Huff? I don't remember this guy. Uh, this is because he hasn't been on the team in like four years, apparently. Uh, yeah. So two, four, seven, get, Oh, and Devin Cambridge listed as a junior. So that's a, that's a real bang up job that, uh, two, four, seven's doing there tracking our roster. Yeah. They really got pinned down. I mean, why would he come if we had that many small forwards? Some of which I didn't even know exist. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Anyway, uh, we've got a spot for him. And um, everyone has a spot for this kid. Everybody, there's not yeah, a team in America that he's not starting for next year. Yeah. Period. That's, that's true. A six foot 11 shot maker with a seven foot something wingspan who runs like a guard. Yeah, yeah, flies around. I love the way he was. He was going after rebounds. Um, you know, it's it's hard to tell in the, that Summit situation. The, right. Those guys have never played together before. It was really sloppy. Um, I mean, for both sides, it was really sloppy. But at least some of the American players played together before. I don't think any of the international no. players have no. ever played a minute together. They literally before. usually fly in. They usually fly in the week up. And they used to fly in the week of have two practices in play. Yeah. Now they scrimmage a team that's made up of like local junior college and like mm. other guys. Yeah. And then they play. They end up playing two games total. Uh. Yeah. Um, but this kid is is crazy good. Um, it would be pretty awesome if we could get him. Uh, I. Isn't the doesn't the signing period end soon or something like that? It's pretty crazy that he's not even like he hasn't signed yet. Yeah, um, yeah, but he's he's also not the only guy we've got um, out there. Uh, there's the Phillips guy from LSU also who hasn't made a decision, right? Julian Phillips is that his name? Uh, maybe am yeah, I making that, that is, up? No, that is the I, guy. That's the guy. I, okay. Um, he's also a small forward. Um, pretty exciting as well. Uh, he would be the like number three top recruit for us ever if we signed him. I believe he's fourteenth nationally. Uh, somehow fifth at his position. Small this this uh, high school class is chock full of small forwards. I yes. guess. Um, we already have five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dude has 28 offers. Good gravy. Um, he's the guy that we were not really involved in until right before he signed with LSU, I think. Right. Um, which is weird. Um, I don't really know what that would have been about, I guess. I mean, I guess we knew. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we... I mean, when there's a guy out there and you want to talk to him, you talk to him. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem that he just suddenly developed, though, and piqued our interest. He's got, a, I mean, offers from everybody. Right. Florida State, LSU, Tennessee, USC, Alabama, Clemson, DePaul, Florida, Kansas, <laughs> UCLA. I mean, it's like literally everyone. Uh, the only the two schools I don't see on here, North Carolina and Duke. So, um I, you know, I think that that's where the uh, the link comes from is that we were in late, and I think he like put us in his like top three right before he committed to LSU or something silly like that. Even though it's not listed on any recruiting sites, so um, he's he's also a small forward. Um, I believe he's a, a pretty good shooter. Um, He's he's what you want out of a small forward. He's only six eight, so that's a little disappointing after we've talked about a six eleven guy. But <laughs> I'd still be uh, I'd still be pretty excited if we if we landed Phillips. Um, I, I mean, who wouldn't be? 
like I like I mentioned before, he he would be like our third best recruit ever if we signed him. Which um, <laughs> that list question. is being that list is being consistently rewritten by Bruce Pearl. Oh, that's true. Uh, it also begs the question: How did Will Wade get um, all these really high ranked recruits to come play for him when they haven't won anything ever? I mean, not ever, but with them, not with Will Wade. Um, not in many years. Well, exactly. you know, he probably just took him down to New Orleans and said, "Look, you're really close to New Orleans." And yeah, because like, every young kid wants to be in New Orleans. I know you're not I mean, 21 yet, but the food's great. But I don't know. The rest of it's not my scene. I don't. I don't think it's. Is I don't. I don't know. 18 year olds. Maybe they like to walk down the street and catch the view, but. Right. You can only do that so many times. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the people in Louisiana love LSU. That's true, and, but this guy's from Branson, Missouri. So, oh man, the live country music capital oh, of the world. We didn't mention where Mister Kenneth Lofton Jr. was from. Yeah, yeah, he's from he's from Port Arthur, Texas. That's right. There you he's, go. He's from Port Arthur. Hometown of one Cam Martin. That's right. We should get Cam to now. Cam works for a different company now. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, but with us anymore. Cam, Port Arthur is a is a town in which you know that you know that Kenneth Lofton Jr. is not going to back down from a single person he runs into because that dude is from a place <laughs> that does not that place does not grow soft people. Um, yeah. You know who else is from Port Arthur, Texas? Is one Janice Joplin. Really? So, there you go. Uh, learn something every day. <laughs> every day is a school day, Chief. So let's... <laughs> That's right. What else? We're going to talk a little bit about A-Day? I don't know. I didn't watch. Um, I don't know anything about it. I didn't watch boy, it. <laughs> uh, well, we're not sickos, so neither <laughs> one of us watched it. Uh, if you did watch it... I am afraid to inform you that you are, in fact, a sicko. Uh, uh, my brother-in-law was there with his whole family. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I mean, they're great estate kids. Albie's there. Yeah, but it's now it's 10 bucks. so if you got multiple kids, it's like 40 bucks to take the whole family. Right. Yeah, it's still like, cheaper, than, uh, yeah. cheaper than a regular football game. You can take a basketball game for not that much more than that. I mean, uh, not, an Auburn basketball game? Why not? If you... If you get the tickets from an appropriately priced right. place. Anyway, uh, yeah, um, you know what? The only thing I took away from it was that a bunch of starters didn't play and that Robbie Ashford is everyone's is the new Cody Burns. Until he, until he's actually the starter, and then then I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, he, he seems to be the one that everyone thinks had a really good game, uh, which makes sense. And, and he brings a dynamic to the team that we don't already have, which is a quarterback that can like make something when the offensive line makes a play breakdown. So he's like uh, Bo Nix, but better, better decision maker. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see it. Not. I didn't see it. Uh, All I know is that my brother-in-law texted me an update and said, "If I had to guess, about ninety-six percent of our offense is made up of check downs to the tight end." Sweet. So. Things are going great. <laughs> Things are going to be awesome. Uh, John Temple is going to have 100 catches next year. 
I think it's safe to say that Zach Calzada is the biggest loser of uh, spring. Well, he didn't um, see his he play. Didn't, didn't get to participate. And now seems like the other guy they brought in is uh, setting himself up to maybe uh, take over that job later this year. Um, but other than that, I don't know anything, literally anything about what happened. And I'm ha- I'm a happier person for it. Yeah, I just couldn't be bothered. Well, I, it's just normally I couldn't be bothered this year. Right. Like, oh, I, yeah. I I used to go to A-Day. It used to be a, a fun thing. I agree. The last one I went to, I didn't actually go. I went as soon as the, like, final whistle blew and was, like, entering the gate to, like, with my family to go on the field and hang out and, and that sort of thing. That was, that was four, five years ago. Um you know, it, it is cool for that. Um, it is, I promise you, you are not going to learn anything by going to that. You'll no. actually learn less than going yeah. for like a scrimmage that's not on yeah. TV. Yeah, because Robbie Ashford could suck, but now everybody thinks he's awesome. So uh, it, it's ho- always like hot. Like the sun, you're going to get sunburned. Um, even if the air is cold, that, that April sun. Yeah, it is uh, second only in horribleness to the October sun. No, uh, horrible only in that it, it sneaks up on you. Yeah, right. Uh, it um, it's just not. It's not a thing. It well, I think it lost a lot when it when it went corporate, so to speak. Like right. when when they're like. Like everybody has their spring game on TV now, right? And and, and it's a big thing. Like it's a big thing that everyone. Uh, it's like a big production now, right? And it used to just be kind of low budget. And you, for instance, you didn't pay to go, right? And this year you could pay to be in a place where you could drink while you while you did it, which I would have to be drinking to watch that. <laughs> Do you have any good A day memories? Um, I remember going to one and sitting completely alone. Like, because nice. uh, like, I went and only a few of my friends came. And so I literally just like, once they left, some of them left early, I just like sat there to watch the end of it. I don't remember why I cared. I also remember, I think it was in an A-Day. It was the first time in my life I'd ever had... Um, Golden Flake Sweet Heat chips. And that was a life-changing experience. Nice. I remember eating a bag. I was in the press box, and I had a, I had a bag, and I was like, I'm going to have one more right now. <laughs> this is going to have to happen again. That's that's the uh, usual response to a uh, small – the tiny bags. Of the only problem flakes. with this bag is that it is not bottomless. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know what it is about Golden Flake uh, Sweet Heat. But it's the best it, thing they make. So good. Um, yeah. They make some things that I'm like, that are okay. I like but, their pork rinds. Don't get me wrong. Well, I'm not, I'm not a pork rind guy, so I wouldn't, I don't really know, but, but they, and they also have the best, um, the best pickle chips. Yeah, they do have some great pickle chips. Oh, they, they have these, uh, barbecue pickle chips too, that are, uh, that are pretty choice. Wow. Um, nope. We, could um, do, we should do a power ranking of oh, Blake Flavor. I don't, we maybe will. don't get them here in the Lone Star State. 
It doesn't exist. What, what's the uh, what's the local brand of chip there? Zaps. Frito Lay is local. It's the, oh, it's it? the thing. <laughs> okay. So I think they Ooh. they've kind of elbowed out everybody else. At this yeah, yeah, point. yeah, yeah. I live like less than two miles from the Frito Lay headquarters. Got a, a bootleg uh, Golden Flake across the uh, right. <laughs> the line. Westbound and down. That's what I need to do. Uh, I need to go get a Pontiac Trans Am and get <laughs> just load it up, load it up, load it up in trucking with my with just bad boxes of sweet heat I bought at the Sam's uh, in Auburn. <laughs> uh, I I do think maybe like under normal circumstances this feels like a uh, pretty interesting a day in that we don't know who the quarterback's going to be because sure. that that's usually usually. You know, you want to go see, and even though you don't see much, it's it's something to see. But just the overall enthusiasm around the program is so so down. Yeah, uh, that it just I, I don't I don't know why anyone would care at this point. Let me um, ask you a more important question. Yeah, that, that our golden plate conversations kind of hit maybe invent. <laughs> so the rest of the show might be dedicated to this. If you could, Smokey and the Bandit, one. Thing that's not available in your state from another Man. state because you can get course banquet beer yeah, now yeah, yeah. across course. the country. So course is out. Easy. So what would be something that you would you? It would be James Jones would be your snowman, obviously. Yeah, obviously <laughs> that you and James would go across the country to pick up to get back in a certain amount of time. Man, oh, that's Gold Flake would be up there for me. Kaneka sausage would also be up there for me. Kaneka. That's that's tough because I've I've had a lot of good food in my travels, but I, I'm trying to think of something that so much of us like in the United States, so much of the country's gotten so homogenized in that like right, right, right. You can get Whataburger now in Auburn. You can get there's right. not really a whole lot that's just yeah, one just location centric, one one place. And, you know, there's a lot of craft beers. Sure. But I, I can't I can't say that there's any that I've had that I'd be willing to uh, break the law and bootleg uh, to go get. Um, boy, that's a tough one. I'll, I'll have to think on it. Denver green chili uh, is off there for me. But again, like you get green chili other places, but not. It's just better there. Yeah, I, I mean, I might, uh, I might bootleg some some authentic Whataburger from Texas. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Uh, out to here, um, boy. Yeah, when I, was, when I was in Auburn, it was Taco Cabana queso with tortillas, but or tortillas from Central Market HEB out here. Uh, I would, I'd be willing to uh, uh, bootleg uh, good Wingstop from somewhere. I had Wingstop for dinner tonight, as a matter of fact. Oh, boy, but it was good. It was good. I had the Cajun, the Cajun oh, yeah. wings. That's- it's my go-to uh, for the longest time. Ten Cajun uh, fries, two ranch, well, drink. And I, and I get traditional wings, but tonight yeah, is yeah. 70 cent boneless. So mm. we got 20 boneless wings for the family, plus I got five traditional Cajun. Nice. There you go. My man. But lemon pepper boneless were really good. Normally I'm anti-boneless wings in general because it's yeah, nug- yeah. Only nuggets. Yeah, it's nuggets. Uh, I, I mean, I've had theirs – like a couple times, maybe. I think I got them um, when I was on a lunch break, and I didn't. I didn't really want to get, you know, right. Dig in, and it's a little easier to eat and not be not be as sloppy. It doesn't get your teeth as much. 
it's also quicker uh, to eat nuggets. But yeah, I, I I tend to judge when people get the boneless, but a lot of uh, I think James Jones may have gotten gotten boneless. I don't know. I don't want to slander him that way. Uh, <laughs> now I would uh, I would smoking the bandit Koneka sausage. That is for sure because I don't even think it's available. Yeah, at least in where I've seen. Um, yeah, that that is. Um, I mean, that makes sense. They're not. While they serve all of Alabama, more or less now, I, they're not. It's not as big of an operation as uh, one would think. You know. Uh, so I listen to all, a lot of Auburn open. games on the radio. Yeah. And Connect is a massive sponsor. Oh yeah. And my wife often laughs at the the ad that mentions come by and visit the gift shop. She's like, That's right. Why does the sausage place have a gift shop? <laughs> like, what gifts? And so I'm imagining, like, a candle, connect a sausage scented candle. <laughs> I've never been there, but I assume it's like Priester's Pecans. Like, something, something right. like that. I bet, I bet it's just you can buy sausage there. Yeah, old country store. You can buy sausage. They probably have a buffet. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they probably have a buffet. You can get weird, like, joke gifts for your granddad. Yeah. Right. When Texas, they used to be Aggie joke gifts, but they don't. I haven't seen an Aggie joke gift in a store in a long time. But like, there's there used to be one that was a fly, an Aggie fly swatter, and it was a regular nice. fly swatter with a giant hole cut in the middle of it. <laughs> Just a hilarious joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, man. The the, the Aggies just get dunked on oh, all over constantly, the place. man. Aggie jokes, like Where? I had. My uncle, I had a great uncle who owned like 10 of these like Aggie joke props, like a carrot top style prop comic, like Aggie <laughs> jokes. It was so good. Just pulling them out of everywhere. Uh, you see the Aggie revolver and he pulled it out and it was like the barrel was pointed backwards. <laughs> Hilarious joke. <laughs> Just the cheesiest joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. What else? What else? He would say, what else? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh man, I uh, as as boring as uh, a day was to me. Um, Auburn baseball. So Auburn baseball yeah. two out of three from the Vanderbilt Whistlers. Yeah, taking down the Fighting Whistlers. Look well, Vandy's best player from last year is now Texas Ranger. So oh. well, he's in the Double A system for yeah for the Rangers. So well, the Braves Braves had a a Vandy guy pitching for them this weekend too. But uh, Auburn's got uh, several new great players. Uh, uh, I need Tashara, not Tashara, as uh, as I thought it was. I thought it was Tashara. It's not Tashara. It's, okay. it's Dishiara. Dishiara. Got it. Uh, but yes, I did too. I, I also thought it was Tashara, but it's not. So, uh, cool. uh, but he is. He is. Amazing, and uh, I mean, I could name off all the names of the good players. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I was watching, um, I was watching this uh, following the game while also watching Braves baseball. So I had I had a, I had a lot of good baseball this past uh, this past weekend. Um, Sunny D though, uh, Sunny D, he, he is uh, he uh, he can just whack that ball. I mean. It is. Yeah, he is a great, a great fan favorite player. Yeah, hey, he's got a great, great name. It's just, it's, it's really, 
It's, it's perfect for, for a small baseball team like uh, the Auburn Tigers. And he's kind of a galoot. And I say yeah, that yeah. kind of in a, in a, in a loving big, way. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he is uh, – uh, I, I, where is he from? Do we know where he's from? Because he's – is it is Jersey? Because he's, he's, uh, he's Italian. That's, sure. Uh, it's concentration. I, I'm, I'm betting he's not from Mountain Brook. I'm looking it up right now. So put that out there. I hope he's from Mountain Brook. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing. If <laughs> he's from uh, he is not from Mountain Brook. Okay. He's yeah, from yeah. Hoover. Alabama. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he transferred to Auburn from Samford. Yeah. Ah, yeah right. He went to Hoover High School. Yeah. Rambush is also having a heck of a year. Um, which which has been uh, pretty cool, um, and uh, yep, you can tell that I I've got some deep analysis of this Auburn baseball team. They've been fun to watch. Uh, the, the, these games were equal parts tense and uh, relaxed because we were kind of cruising. Um, I think I think it was yesterday's game. We Against kinda, a, like a consistent College World Series team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, we're not we're not having trouble hitting the ball, getting good pitching. Um, it, it's it's good. I mean, I don't I don't want to get carried away. I think we've gotten carried away many times with the Auburn baseball and been a little disappointed at times. We often do. Um, <laughs> that's actually just the fun of supporting college sports. Um, so I am pretty. High on this team right now. Um, As am I. Top seventeen team, top top twenty team in America. Just got off winning two of three from number twelve Vanderbilt. We've won, I think, two road series. Uh, We're winning midweek games. uh, Jacksonville State aside. Speaking of midweek games, we played those Sanford Bulldogs. Cindy D gets his his uh, revenge game against his (laughs) revenge game. Uh, on Tuesday night at Plainsman Park, Sanford Stadium, Hitchcock Field, and it is Barking the Park Night, Chief. Oh, is it? Yeah. So come go go on down there at six p.m. Bring your puppy dog. Oh, here's here's something for you. Uh, care to take a guess where Blake Rambush is from? Is it Mountain Brook, Alabama? No, it's not. Is it from Dallas, Texas? Oh, you're getting closer. Okay. Somewhere near in the Metroplex. <laughs> he played at Gateway Prep in Austin, Texas. Okay, just down 35. Yeah. And uh, then apparently he went to some place called Grayson uh, and then transferred uh, to Auburn. I knew a guy named Grayson. Grayson College. So then Auburn goes on the road this coming mm-hmm. weekend That's to right. play – an unranked Mississippi State team. That's shocking. Um, they are. Let's see. I don't know. They're trying to look at their scat, their scats right now. Um, but it's that's going to be an SEC game. That's going to be on SEC Network. That's going to be on the radio, the Auburn Tigers yeah. radio network, and that's going to be at seven p.m. Yep, seven p.m. First, first pitch on. Is that a? Is that Thursday? That'd be Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. It's so a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, and those games are at seven, six, and one, respectively. All yep, p.m. There you all go. PM. 
to, way to hit them with the uh, hard-hitting facts. Did you mention that the Samford game is tomorrow night at 6 p.m.? I did, Bark in the Park night. Okay, yeah, and that's right. You, did. you come to this program to learn two things. One, maybe the correct names of the guys on the team. Maybe. Two, the time of the game. Three, where is the game located on television? Or streaming? Or radio? So, for those of you wondering, uh, where is the in the in depth analysis you've got come to know and love from <laughs> our knows, podcast? Uh, don't don't worry, uh, we we're gonna have uh, Drew McCracken on soon to talk about this baseball team. It was um, supposed to be tonight, but everybody well, bailed on us. Yeah, um, I hope I Ryan's think, okay. Uh, Ryan, uh, I think hit the links today probably and fell asleep on his couch as teenagers are want to do. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I'm sure he'll be back next week. Uh, but we're going to try to get Drew on uh, after we win this uh, series this weekend, and um, he'll give us he'll he'll be able to tell you more about. Uh, I bet you he can tell you about. Uh, well, Case and Howell we know, and uh, Ryan Dial, uh, and uh, but but he could probably tell you about uh, Bryson Ware, who I couldn't tell you anything about, other than he's from Madison, Mississippi. You hear that? Chief just rattling off names of guys on the team. So when well, you go to the water cooler tomorrow, you can use those names too. <laughs> That's right. You could say, you know, Bryson Bryson Ware from the Auburn Tigers from Madison, Mississippi. Did you did you guys know the game is at six? <laughs> it's Bark in the Park. It's bark in the Park night, guys. That means people are going to be bringing dogs. Uh, hey, if you are going to that game and your dog is not social – don't go to that game with your dog. Yeah, uh, my dogs are – they're social. They're just unruly. Golly. I, um, my dog my dog jumped out of the front door the other day oh, and took off across the street because it saw another dog and it yeah, wanted to go yeah. say hello because oh, it's yeah. a very it's friendly like, dog. Yes, friend. Yeah. As it's running up, the owner of the other dog is yelling, like screaming at my dog. Oh. Like, stop. Oh. Stop right now. Stop. <laughs> My dog freaks out because this, this strange woman is just like sternly yelling. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, ma'am. You know, she's real friendly. It's okay. And this lady goes, no, my dog is not friendly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. No. Get back over here. <laughs> but then again, like, why are you walking that dog through a neighborhood? Like, why yeah. do you own that dog? What is the yeah. point of that dog? My dog got to take that friendly. dog, like. To the woods to walk around or something. Yeah. Mm. Or get a different dog. There's a there's a German Shepherd in our neighborhood that's not very friendly to other dogs. It's friendly to other people, it seems, but just doesn't doesn't like other dogs. Uh, my dogs love other dogs. And right. it's, it's a problem. Right. Um, Sounds like they're proper candidates for Bark at the Park. Well... They're just unruly, so I would just never. I, I thought about it the, the, when uh, I only had the one, and uh, I, I should have taken him then. He probably would have been all right. I could, I could. The problem is you own a corgi too, so you would go to the park in the park, oh, and he would be surrounded God. by people. I know it would just be a mess. You would be, uh, you'd be the most popular person at the park. Listen to this though. This is as cute as everyone thinks corgis are. My uh, sister-in-law and uh, her new husband just got a cowboy corgi 
which is a blue healer and corgi mix. So this is not a corgi that comes with a monkey that rides on its back like a cowboy. I wish. Because <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> I wish. Um, people, uh, uh, here's a public service announcement. Corgis are cute. Corgis are also difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're, uh, it, it's, really, uh, it's really a gamble. Uh, you might get a good one. Strong-willed. Like You're a strong-willed dog. It's, it's 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 not like a lab where it's just not gonna get a like bad one. You might get one that, like likes to jump on people, chew and dig. You get a lab. You randomly get one that's just like I'm digging. I'm I'm in World War One, yeah. yeah, and yeah. we're digging trenches yeah. in France. But but generally they're they're just all within a range of the same. Corky's you can get one that's smart, uh, laid back, uh, likes people, not too rambunctious. Um, or you can get one where you did obedience training and uh, uh, worked with this dog for months, hours each day, and he's just an a-hole, just a total a-hole. <laughs> just just a mean care. to other dog. Just, just a bully. Uh, doesn't really like to listen to you. He's getting older, so now when he runs out the front door, he's a little easier to catch, but he's just an a-hole. Yeah. Uh, just, just beware. They're not as, dude, they're cute, but man, they are a handful. Uh, well guys, boy. we cannot wait to see you again next week. Yeah. Chief's going to let us know what his smoking in the bandit oh, item is. Hey, everybody, uh, check out winning time. If you like, oh, uh, yeah. like the sport of basketball, um, it's, it, don't watch it with your kids <laughs> or your mom. Um, it's a Adam McKay joint. So there are some. Adult situations and language, um, but uh, it's good. It's good stuff. It's based uh, on the the book uh, uh, Showtime uh, by uh, Jeff Perlman, um, which is uh, one of the one of the more claimed basketball books out there. Uh, Who it's, also it's wrote good. the book Boys Will Be Boys about the '90s Cowboys, which is one of the best books ever written about the '90s nice. Cowboys. Yeah, he, he also wrote one about the the Three Ring Circus with uh, Shaq and Kobe and yes. And um, uh, that's pretty good. I'm I'm actually going through uh, breaks of the game right now. Oh, the classic! So I, I never read that, so I'm reading that. Well, guys, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, Ryan's okay. Keep on cocking. <laughs>